guys, welcome to episode 7 of The Big Deal. So, per request, this week we are going to talk about school stress, because I know during this time of year, school is really kicking you in yeah. the knees, and so... Second semester been rough. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to talk about management and how school stress really impacts our lives outside of the academic world. So, yeah, let's just jump right in. Yeah, so this is actually a great week to talk about this. We're actually pre-recording this episode because I have very busy weeks coming up, <laughs> and so we're pre-recording this one. So we just filmed, what, week six, and um, this week was a busy week for me, to say the least. I, and I think it was for, like, all of my friends talking, like, in our in my DECA group chat, we were all talking about how many tests, tests, why can't I say that, we all had. I had two tests this week, like major tests, and then like one quiz that I didn't even know I had. And so I felt like I was just spending like all week studying. And I think a lot of people this week felt the exact same way. So I feel like this is a very fitting time to be talking about school stress. Because I feel like um, a while back when we first posted on the story asking for ideas, somebody said school stress. I don't remember who. And I was like, we could do this, but I am honestly like totally getting eaten alive by school stress right now and I was like I don't think I'm gonna be able to talk about this while I'm in the middle of it and I feel like you kind of have to wait until you're out of that time to talk about it but this is one of those times where I feel like I dealt with the school stress and like the pressure to get good grades on all these different tests and to manage it all I felt like I dealt with it really well Mm -hmm. so I think junior year has really rounded me as a student Mm. and also in dealing with that school stress in the past I would just you know fight through it and maybe not do my best work on some assignments but I feel like this year I've really grown and been able to handle the school stress and use that stress as motivation to do better and Mm. to do my best work so although I might have to spend a little bit more time on project a than project b you know I know that both of them are going to be my best work. And in the end, that makes me feel better, too. And the grade makes me feel better, too. <laughs> and but. I really think that time management, honestly, and I know it's hard to hear because, you know, teenagers are known for being procrastinators. But yeah. I think that really, like, the best solution to dealing with school stress is time management. And it's a skill that takes a really long time to develop. And it's honestly, it's something that I'm very proud of is how I've developed my time management throughout high school. And I think it's it was out of like a need to because I am very busy and I I loved to fill my life with different things and I either had to manage my time well or I would just completely crash. Yeah. And so now that I dealt with that all through high school up until now, I think I'm very good at managing my time and getting what needs to be done done and then also taking breaks throughout so that I don't get completely burned out in the middle of studying. And that goes along with prioritizing. Um, The other day, I was in the car with my dad, and he was listening to a podcast, and it was talking about when you work best and using that time to, I guess, kind of kickstart your work, because obviously if you're more productive at a certain time, you want to do your work during that time. But... So, for example, for me, I work best in the mornings, right first thing in the morning with coffee. Nobody else is awake. I get up early so that there's no distractions and, you know, it's a new day. I am not tired at all because I just literally just woke up. And so I'm, like, ready to hit the ground running. So that's when I work best. So that's when I usually do most of my work and, thankfully, most of my ILTs in the mornings. So I feel like it's really important, especially now in – the second semester for you to really find when your time is and 
like prioritize your work during that time. Obviously, you can't carry that into all aspects of your life because in the workforce, you can't be like, oh, well, I work best at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so we have to do our meetings during then. Like, obviously, you can't do that. You need to be well-rounded. But if you really need to get a lot of work done, I'd say find your best time to work, work super-duper hard during that time, and then take a break, like, throughout other times of the day so that you're more productive. Yeah. And also... I think it's important to understand what your schedule is going to look like because if you know that you have a busy day and you also have like things to study for, Mm -hmm. that means that you really need to use your time and you don't really have time for distractions that day. And so I think a lot of times we'll sit down to do homework or to study or something like that and we'll only half focus on the task. We'll be like going back and forth from our phone or we'll be trying to do two things at once or we'll be thinking about the next thing or we'll be even like if you're on the in the car on the way to your sports practice, like you're not really focused on that task. And when you have a really busy day, you need to make sure it's so much more productive to be 100 percent focused on a task for a period of time than to be 50% focused on a task for twice as long. And what you can do with those random ideas that just come to your head, because that is a big problem in my life, is I, you know, my brain is going in 100 million different directions um, when I'm supposed to be focused on one thing. But have like a a thought sheet to the side or like a little journal where you just write down, or even like another tab, where you just write down random thoughts that come to your head so that you don't forget them or try to remember them while you're doing a task. Your brain is not a place to hold information. It's a place to, like, use that information, if that makes sense. Like, it's more of an active thing and less of, like, a treasure chest. So just keep, like, a little sheet to the side and return to those thoughts later so that you can get them out of the way and really focus at the task at hand. And so one thing that I like to do when I have a particularly busy week, because I tend to get really overwhelmed when I start seeing things like new assignments getting posted and like multiple things in a week and I'm like oh my gosh I have such a busy week like how am I going to manage all this and I mean you can use a planner you can use a calendar you can use whatever you want but I literally just take a sheet of paper and I divide it up into seven blocks for a week or maybe I'll do 14 if I have two busy weeks in a row and I'll write the date and I'll write everything that I have to do on that day in order like including school including sports practices Mm -hmm. and including like studying and projects and homework and all that stuff and I lay it out and oftentimes it like is not nearly as busy as it feels in my head and it helps me so much to put it into perspective and see what I actually have to do and on what days and instead of having it all just kind of like floating around in your brain a little bit and Mm -hmm. like you knowing that you have to do this stuff but not knowing exactly when and not being able to connect it all I think it really helps to lay out your schedule and see how everything fits together so that you can kind of A, you can budget your time better so that you know where you have open blocks of time, but also just to reduce some of that stress Stress. and know that you really don't have as much to do as it may seem, and it kind of can ease some of that, I don't know, overwhelmingness of it all. And that's what I do too, but I do it in like a Google Doc so I can keep it, you know, on my computer and near my stuff, and I just highlight stuff as I cross it off, or Mm -hmm. I just delete it in general. And you'd be surprised how much stuff you can check off that list list in just like an hour or two of ILT or in you know in the morning or after school it you can really free up your time with just how hard you work also something that I do that I think if you have a really 
busy week ahead or there's a lot of stuff you need to remember is just grab a expo marker and write on your mirror i do that because well, i have a bunch of stuff going on during the week and i will remember my assignments like crazy because you know i'm looking at it in my google doc every single time i get on my computer but i'll forget the things that are going on in my actual personal life mm. so i'll write on my personal life on my bathroom mirror so that i see it as i'm getting ready so not only am i remembering what i have to do for school but i also can remember oh i i have this meeting after school today or tomorrow i need to make sure i get up early because i have a lock meeting like something like that and so it really keeps that balance between school and life and that kind of goes into our next topic um i in a perfect world i think school and your outside life should be completely separate spheres but i know that in the you know we that's not possible there's homework and eventually we're going to go on to college and then you're living at school and it's literally the same world yeah. so it's like it's there's no such thing but I kind of like the saying that's like oh you keep work separate from home I think it should go the same in your head because the stress that you get from school impacts how you treat people and it also impacts how you see your life at that time and if that's in a negative aspect you know that's going to hurt relationships that's going to mm-hmm. hurt you and so do I think it's really important to do all in your power to really keep those feelings in the school sphere, in your high school, in your college. And then when you come home, you know, leave it all at the door and start start a new, you know, you're not at school anymore. Leave it be. But if, for example, I'm a dual enrollment student, so my school is at home. So in that case, I think it's really important to designate a room or a spot in your house where that is your school spot so that you can still have that separation and still be able to, you know, prioritize the task at hand when you're in that spot of your home. Yeah, and I definitely think that I I notice that in myself where sometimes I'll have an overwhelming or a busy week and I notice that I finish all my schoolwork and I'll I'll be like short-tempered with my family or I won't want to talk to them. I'll kind of just shut them down. And I do think that that's a natural thing because when our brains are thinking all through the day and having to, you know, be social and having to get work done and having to do multiple tests, like you get home and the last thing you want to do is think more. But I think that if you are feeling like that, just be vocal with people about it and just be like, hey, I'm really sorry if I'm short-tempered with you. I've had a really overwhelming day or a really overwhelming week. And, you know, I think we all have those days. And so it's easy to understand that, but we just have to make sure that our friends and our family know why we're acting the way we are, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's up to you as a friend or as a sibling or even as a daughter to or son, to understand where they're coming from. Don't be like, uh-huh. oh, well, that gives you no right to be rude to me. I mean, obviously, there's a lot going on in their life, in their head, and so you need to make sure that you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. And when you're in that situation, they should do the same to you. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I think I talk a lot about work-life balance, which is what I like to call it, but obviously for us, it's school-life balance, but I just call it work-life balance because I think that that's something that I've really, as well as, you know, with time management, I've really worked a lot on a work-life balance because I'm somebody that likes to do a lot of things and I have a lot of hobbies and I also, um, care a lot about my schoolwork at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I never feel like I'm placing one too much above the other and I think, in high school especially and in college as well, it can feel so 
like school feels so important and it is like school sets you up so well and it's important to do well in school but it's also important to be a well-rounded student Mm -hmm. and to do things that you enjoy because otherwise you're just going to be completely burned out and you're going to hate your life and so like even sometimes I'll still be doing schoolwork, but I'll alternate things that I don't want to do with things that I do want to do. And I think DECA helps a lot with me for that. It's one of the clubs I'm in, if you guys don't know. And I really enjoy the work that I do with DECA on the leadership team where I'm making like advertisements and flyers and stuff for our club. Or I'm like putting together Instagram posts. And so sometimes if I have a really busy week where I have to make multiple flyers and I have to study a bunch and I have to do a bunch of homework assignments, I'll do a homework assignment or I'll study a little bit and then I'll take a break and I'll make a flyer and then I'll do some more homework and then I'll make a flyer. Mm -hmm. Or even if I'm, I try not to take breaks by going on my phone because I think that kind of just gets you out of the right like headspace to be studying and doing schoolwork in. But even if you want to like go for a walk by taking a break or you want to go play with your dog or like. I don't know, what's something else? Go paint something. Like, I think that taking breaks in between your studying is really important, and then it helps you be more productive during your actual study periods. Mm -hmm. It also helps you retain information, because Mm -hmm. if you go straight on your phone, you're going to be flooded with all this information, with all this visual advertisement, and it completely shifts your state of mind, you know? And kind of talking about going on walks, I think it's really important, not only when you're taking a break, But also, just in life in general and in the busy moments of life, I think it's important to do the little things that make you happy or that you love and taking time for yourself. I feel like we say this in every episode, but just slowing down and stopping to smell the roses, doing stuff like that because it will refresh your head and you're going to put your best work forward in whatever you do if you have a clear headspace. Yeah, I agree. And also, people have this idea that, like, you have to stay up all night long to get all your schoolwork done. And, you know, while it may be true that sometimes we need to devote more time to school some nights than other nights, something that I used to do a lot was I would get home and I would relax for a little bit. And that's okay because I do think that I need time especially because my classes are really crammed together in the afternoon with no breaks. So I get home and I give myself a little bit of time. I eat a snack and I recharge my brain a little bit, but then I get right into my schoolwork. And I feel like it can be so easy sometimes to get home and go do other things and then come back to your schoolwork like after dinner. But it's, I think that then you just start to run out of time and you also lose motivation because Mm -hmm. when you're, when you've just come from school, you're already in the right mindset to be like motivated and doing schoolwork So I kind of just think it's easier to just keep doing it almost. Yeah. So why do we do that much schoolwork? For the grade? Is it for us? Or is it you motivating you? Or is it your parents? I think personally, in my life, it's me motivating myself. because. And honestly, I don't think that I used to be so motivated to get good grades. I've always gotten good grades. And I've always wanted good grades. But I never really had a real motivation for it. And then I think as I continued to get good grades... I started to see opportunities kind of open up for me and I started to see where this could take me and now I feel like that's my motivation. Mm -hmm. I see like what being a good student and doing my best in school can give me and so now I want that and so now I work hard to achieve that Mm -hmm. hopefully. I I also am my biggest motivator. I mean obviously I want validation from my parents but it's not really a necessity for me. I kind of see school as a game 
Like, I I see, like, a good grade. It's kind of, it sounds stupid, but I see a good grade as, like, a level up. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, it's so fun to me to get a good grade and see your work pay off. And it's like, oh, oh, yeah, I did that kind of thing. And so I think that's just a fun way to look at school and to kind of see it as motivation, too. Like, just think of it as a huge board game. And everybody else you're competing against. And when you get a good grade... And you put the work in to get that good grade. You're just leveling up in the big board game of, of school. And I also think that grades and school stress can totally look different depending on how you think of school. Like for me, I think that it helps me to manage my school stress and the pressure to get good grades. Because I think of school as something I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think I've always liked or enjoyed learning. And I've always had an interest in the classes that I take. I don't just take classes to fulfill a credit. I always take classes that I want to take. And I know a lot of people probably think, like, if you know me, you probably think that I take all these AP classes and I'm only in honors courses because I want to get my GPA up. And while I do care about that stuff and I take higher level classes, every single year in high school, I've always taken one standard level class along with my tough classes. And I think that that has been so, so, so valuable for me to balance out my workload in school. Like this year I'm in another art class. I literally bumped myself down. I was in art three last year and I'm in art two this year because I wanted to take the 3D one where we're doing clay and everything. And I was talking to one of my friends in the class the other day and I was like, I don't know what I would do without this class because this is like my relaxing like de-stress class and it's still work I'm still doing schoolwork I'm still doing assignments and it's still like I have to get stuff done and sometimes I have to go an extra but it's something that I really enjoy in school and I think Mm -hmm. finding things that you really enjoy in school and taking those classes can make the school stress feel a lot more manageable yeah and it's all about changing your mindset too I always see school as just a chance to better myself Like, I think new knowledge is absolutely invaluable. And then I also have to put myself in the perspective of, you know, broadening the picture and being like, I get to go to school every single day. And in other countries, like, people are fighting to go to school. forced to go to school, but it's honestly, like, I know you've probably heard it a thousand times, but it is such a a privilege. Especially, like, I mean, if you go to me and Olivia's school, like, we have a stunning school. I came... Where I used to live in my old town, like, we did not have schools like this one. And so, I think we're so lucky to go to the incredible schools that we do go to. And that's not to say that school is a perfect system. Obviously, there's always changes that can be made and improvements that can be made. But still, like, getting the opportunity to learn new things is just so cool. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. Obviously, it's not going to solve all our pre- all our problems, and we're still going to have stress and pressure to get good grades. But I do think that changing your mindset about school can help with that just a little bit. And on mindset, when you get a bad grade, I think it's important to settle in that bad grade, reflect on. on it, and then move on. Yeah. And use it, I said this in the last episode, but just use it as motivation in a way. Be, reflect on what you did in advance or previous to that test and be like okay what can I change about that process to ensure that I do better on this test quiz etc school is to help you be a better you and if something is not working that's up to you to figure out and for you to fix and also with the idea of moving on I think that also kind of relates to studying first of all if you take a test and you didn't get the grade you were hoping for Honestly, like, what's done is done. There's not really much you can do to change that unless you're given the opportunity to do second answers or a retake. And I think, sometimes I think that the same thing goes for studying, 
where at a certain point you kind of just have to accept that you either know it or you don't and so a lot of times people will try to cram like the night before Mm -hmm. or the day before and at a certain point you're either going to know it or you don't know it like study if you're doing the same thing for hours and hours and hours and you're still not getting it you're probably just not going to get it so either you need to take a new approach or just move on it's easier said than done but I kind of Whatever I'm studying, I dedicate time to it, and then I don't try to cram a bunch of stuff in the night before, because mm-hmm. I know that I either know it, and my studying either worked or it didn't work, and if it doesn't work, then we just move on from that, and maybe try something new the next time. Yeah, and for example, for me, I, in my push class, it's a really, it's my first AP class, and I'm really proud of my work in that class. Um, but I've also, I take notes on almost everything. Mm-hmm. I do all the assignments, even if they're not graded. Do the assignments, Do the assignments. Please. They literally oh are my gosh. so helpful. It gets on my nerves so much. Sorry, guys. But if you're complaining about your grades and about being stressed about school. And, and then you don't turn pressure, it in. And you're not doing assignments or you're not doing the work oh that your God. teachers assigned to you. Like, there's some exceptions where it really is just busy work. But your teacher's... They have degrees in this stuff. They're assigning you these things for a reason. And if you're not even paying attention in class and you're not doing the assignments, you're not going to understand it. And you're probably not going to get the best grades. Plus, if you're accepting a, you know, below A class or a below A grade and an easy 100 class just because you're simply not turning in work and then you complain about it, that's just pure laziness. Like... If you cannot turn in a single slideshow in a super easy class because you're just that lazy, like, I don't know how you can expect (laughs) success. I'm sorry, but... There's our rant. That's our rant. But anyways, what I was saying, I think it's super important to kind of distribute your work throughout the whole unit for... Like, example, in A-Push, I do all the notes, I do all the assignments, and that way, when the test comes, I just have to look over my notes and quickly... Glance mm-hmm. at them to remind to myself of the brain. yeah to refresh myself. But I have a good foundation in the topic that it's so much easier to learn throughout than yeah, trying to cram it all in exactly at the end. exactly. And I think that helps a lot with so stress. even if it adds a little bit more to your plate during the weeks, it'll be so much better in the end because I can assure you, every time you have a test, you're gonna have like seven more tests in all your other classes. So it'd be so much better to just add a little bit more reading you know onto your workload each week and then just do you know a brief look over on actual test day then try and cram in the information for seven classes when you have seven tests in yeah. one week but also make sure that you're not overworking yourself when it yeah. comes to doing assignments because I'm not gonna lie people think I'm like the best student ever but sometimes I won't do readings and things like that if I know that I don't have time for it that week and I yeah. kind of just pick and choose my battles often because I think that more than anything, your own, like, sanity is the most important. And also, being able to take opportunities. Like, if somebody, if one of your friends comes to you and is inviting you out to do something, I say, like, take all the opportunities you get. Because you're not just a robot going to school, trying to get to college and work for the rest of your life. You're a human, too. And human experiences are just as important as in-school ones. So I think that there's a very delicate balance between, once again, that work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, like, do the assignments, but also, like it's okay to skip the reading maybe yeah. like once or twice if that means that you can or just go do push a cool opportunity. Yeah, or save it for later. 
Yeah, that was really hard for me to come to terms with for a while there. I was like, okay, no, I have this and I have to do this at this time. Otherwise, it's procrastinating. But there's a healthy form of procrastination. I feel Mm -hmm. like you can push things off. You don't have to do things that are due in two weeks the night they're assigned. And that's what I was trying to do because I was trying to make it easier on my future self. But it just kind of made me depressed. So so I think you... um, Think definitely. about your current self, yeah. too. Like, don't just be thinking about your future self all the time. I think definitely take advantage of the opportunities. And, like, you are a kid still, even if it doesn't feel like it. And yeah. so it's important to just do things that kids should be doing, like going to basketball games or football games and, and I know getting pro- ice cream. Procrastination is something that a lot of people struggle with. And I think that there's two different sides to procrastination and I will procrastinate on certain things to be honest and then other things I won't and honestly I think the line is drawn with whether or not procrastinating is actually helping you and I know everybody loves to say oh well procrastinating works for me I write better when I procrastinate but I want you to if you're somebody that says that literally sit here and think for like a minute and be think about whether how you actually feel when you procrastinate and if it's actually yeah. helping you or not because there are some things where procrastinating to some extent actually does help me when I'm writing English essays I'm the type of person that I feel that I produce some of my best work the first time around and then I will overthink it and over like analyze it too much as I'm editing so I like to give myself just enough time to edit it a little bit but not to over edit it when I'm writing an English paper. But when I'm working in math or science, I know that I need a lot more time for those. So if I procrastinate, I'm not going to retain the information and I'm not going to just learn it. I'm going to take shortcuts. And even if you are doing the assignments, it's arguably more important to do them well and do less assignments well than it is to do more assignments just halfway. Because if you're not really focusing on the assignment and you're not really trying on the assignment and putting in effort and you're just finding shortcuts, you're not actually going to learn anything. And I think the reason why people like procrastination is because it stresses them out and it provides a motivator at a certain point. And so I think school in that way can provide good stress, but it definitely can also bring about bad stress. And it's good to differentiate and acknowledge when this good stress and motivating you has turned to actual bad crippling stress where you're like heaving crying in the corner of your room and another thing to think about before we kind of start to come to a close with motivation is with grade pressure and the pressure to get good grades is like why like what it what effect is this grade pressure having you are you do you just want these good grades for validation or are you actually using grades to motivate you to do your work and to be the best version of yourself in school i say when if you take anything from this episode i say think of grades as a level up and (laughs) think of it as a huge video game because it makes life more fun and life and being a kid is all about having fun and you know of course bettering yourself but you can do that in fun ways too (laughs) yeah so essentially i mean map out your your stuff and see be like put it into perspective you know and be able to visualize how much stuff you actually have to do i think that's Personally, that's one of the best things that I can do to manage my school stress. 
And then make sure you make time for other things as well because Mm -hmm. I know it sounds impossible because you're you're probably thinking, well, if I'm already swamped by schoolwork, how in the world do I have time for other things? But I, like, guarantee you because I went through this exact same thing last year and at the beginning of this year, if you just reevaluate your schedule and you really look at how you're spending your time, you're going to find that there are – so many ways that you could be spending your time better and better managing your time so that you do have time to do it all. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming along for episode seven. Same time next week.